Eating Soup Alone is a podcast hosted by me, Christopher Crumlin, and co-hosted by Nicholas Johnson. We try our best to ramble incoherently about a handful of movies at least once a week. Well, now that that rant is over, yeah. you know what else? Thank God is over. <laughs> what? Us watching Halloween movies. Yes, I'm very excited about that. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. Yesterday. Had a good, had a good time. Yes. But also. 100%. Too long. Had a really, really good time. Yeah. Do we want to just go off the bat real quick and just try to spitball like a tier list? I'm not saying like S tier, A tier, but like literally like rank them, I guess. Would you like to rank them? Do you like to do it after we talk about these last two? I just kind of want to do it now. Okay, we can do it now. But we can do it later. Let's do it later. Um, I actually did get a nice reprieve, in a sense, yesterday. Yes. Although it was kind of a bit of a shit sandwich, because in the middle was more, more Halloween. That, yeah, and I don't yeah. mean that in terms of, like, I hated it so much, I'm going to call it a shit sandwich. I just mean, like, in terms of, like, yeah, I got a nice yeah. break from the movie. But in the middle of it, it's like, okay, yes, I've seen 10 of these in the last two weeks, literally. <laughs> it's like when you're on vacation, you're like, Ugh. I gotta, I gotta go, do a little bit of taxes. I gotta go back up to the hotel and answer some emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yesterday I went to a 14-hour horror film festival and watched uh, uh, the the original Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah. Which worse? Much better. Oh, much better. That's a joke. Imagine it being worse. Imagine it. Literally, being worse. I couldn't. Couldn't. <laughs> can't. Yeah. The, the reaches of my brain don't stretch that far. Lost Boys. Never seen it. Fantastic. It's a little bit point break. Uh, a lot like 80s, like Goonies, but just in that like not general. S- not selling it. <laughs> uh, general sense. And then, you know, vampires and whatnot. Uh, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. The Corys. The Corys, yeah. And uh, fucking Kiefer. Do love me some Kiefer. Kiefer. Ke- biggest, biggest mistake in all of video games. Yeah. He is Snake in Metal Gear Solid Five, mm-hmm. and he never talks. Five is the one that Halloween rips off. Exactly. He, or whatever. The other way around, maybe the same way. I don't know. It's Anyways. it's spoilers. Like I said last time, Snake ends up being the medic in that game. Yeah. So it makes sense that he's a different voice actor. But it's like I remember when they made that decision. I was like, David Hayter, who was Snake in all the other games, has such mm-hmm. an iconic voice. And it's like that is Snake. Yeah. Why would you change it now? Yeah. After all these years, too and it's late. Like, okay, well. When you first start hearing him, you're like, I do like Kiefer Sutherland, and he does sound like a better, older, more grounded version of this character, and yeah. then he says nothing for 40 hours. Uh, then after that, it was The Blob. Oh, sorry, no. Halloween Kills, then The Blob, but the 80s version, not the original. And uh, then Videodrome. And in general, I guess, while I was watching The Blob, uh, I was thinking of movies like The Blob and The Thing and The Fly and Videodrome, which is a movie actually by David Cronenberg. But just in general, the entire 80s, like, kind of obsession with doing the Cronenberg thing. And just how many blockbusters and, like, classics and cult classics of today from that era do that fucking just disgusting thing where shit looks wet and body horror, whatever you want to call it. 
and just how we just stopped doing it one day. Yeah. We did just for a while. We were everything was disgusting. I mean, disgusting. <laughs> and now nothing is. When's the last time you saw a movie and you were like, "Oh God, what the fuck?" Last night. What part? We'll get, I have it written down on my notes. <laughs> but we'll, I mean, we'll get to it more. But probably my favorite part of Halloween Kills. Yeah. Um, in general, is Big John a little John? Really? But. There's that part where Big John gets stabbed in the armpit, and he goes, ah! And yeah, the armpit kind of got me, and I was like, Ooh. Michael Myers pops his eyes out. Yeah. And it's a practical effect. Yes. Like, yeah, it's, like, like dummy, and, like, you see yeah. his eyes, like, yeah. roll out of his head onto Michael Myers' thumbs and stuff like yeah. that. And I was like, ugh! Yeah. Loved it. I thought it was great. Sorry, go on. Anyways, yeah, I don't I don't have a finer point to make other than, like, let's be gross again. Yeah. Let's do some gross shit. I'd like movies to make me squirm. Yeah. You know, it just reminds me of, like, uh, there's so many movies from that era, and just, like, growing up, I feel like that would just, for some reason, as, like, a little fuck you, just throw in, like, uh, the scariest scene you've ever seen in a movie, but in the middle of a children's family movie, like, just randomly. And it's just one of those things where it's like, why aren't we having fun like that anymore? Yeah, I'd buy that. You know, let's just have some fun. Let's be a little gross. Let's throw a little weird shit in there, here and there. Let's just be a little weird. And uh, in 2018, they made another Halloween movie. <laughs> true, true. That's right. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Hold on. I'm trying to. I'm writing my tier list while you're talking. No worries. But I'll just say that uh, this is the second time in the main chronology, which by that I mean excluding the Rob Zombie remix. In the main chronology, that they. Well, I guess it's the third time if you count that Rob Zombie is. Nah, forget the Rob Zombie because that's just a straight up remake. So yeah, in the main chronology, this is the second time that they've been like, forget all those sequels. This one takes place right after the first one. So off the bat, this movie in general, it's fine. I enjoyed it. It's good. Yeah, yeah. There are things that are very funny about it to me. Oh yeah, very funny. First fifteen minutes, hilarious. Oh, with the podcasters showing with the, them the podcasts. Mask. Yeah. Showing up to that insane asylum. I understand it's a movie. I understand. I've seen Arkham Asylum. I understand that that's not what they look like. Yeah. But this one looks wild. <laughs> I don't I know it. why. But just this yard where they all have squares that they stand in. Uh, very wild. And then, yeah, uh, Ewan McGregor, but not quite, goes, I talked to the attorney general and uh, he let me take this. Pulls out Michael's mask and then holds it up to Michael. Holds it up to his back. And nothing happens. Because say something. And that's funny. Objectively. Even funnier to me is that multiple times throughout the movie, he go, he tells other people in the film, I showed him the mask. He didn't react to it. Yeah. And I just, it's very funny to me because I, I just, I don't really understand what he was expecting. Yeah. I, there are a lot of ways in which he could react. Spitball a couple. How Michael Myers could react? Yeah. There are millions of ways. He could murder him. Yeah. He could look at the mask and then look away. Yes. He could murder the girl. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but like, I guess. But anything other than him saying nothing and yeah. then the wind picking up and all the other crazy people going, oh, oh, oh. I guess in all, not all. And mostly seriousness. Let's keep it light. What do you think he reasonably expected Michael to do? I think the whole thing is that, like, 
from what we know, what Laurie Strode knows, yes. what people involved with this know is that Michael Myers is this evil monster. Yeah. Super, supranatural. You supernatural. Not just super, but supra. And these cool English podcasters are like, we're going to go see Michael and we're going to talk to him and find out how he ticks. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, if we show him the mask, that'll get a reaction out of him. And everyone's yeah. like, it's not like that, bud. Mm-hmm. It's not. You're getting nothing out of him. And they show him and yeah. they get nothing out of him. But I don't know, just the way the scene is shot and the way the music ramps up and the way he like, keeps screaming, say something, and then yeah. the title pl- flashes. Yeah. Like, that's bad. That's a bad way to start this movie, in my opinion. We, uh, yeah, and I agree with that, mainly because I think, by and large, this movie's fine. It's pretty all right. Yeah. Yeah. I just... I hesitate to say good because i could only really say it in the context of being a sequel to halloween <laughs> it's a good sequel to halloween for sure uh but yeah this is a this is the in my opinion i know i'm nitpicking because it's whatever and it's a throwaway scene in my opinion but this was a weird step to, this is yeah. the wrong foot to start the i feel like off. even if if the scene was them still go out of your way yeah. to not show his face with the scene was them sitting down at a table yeah. in the asylum with That would him. be even better, actually. And he was sitting there yes, doing nothing better. instead yes. of just, like, kind of turning at them a little bit. Yeah. Or they show it to him, and, like, he just, his head snaps and just stares at it, and that's all yeah. he does for the rest of the scene. Yeah. But then being outside and yeah. talking to his back the entire time, I just, yeah. that, it just didn't do a lot for me. Yeah, you fixed the scene. Thank you. Because that's, a, yeah, 100% what I was trying to get at with, like, it's a weird setup. Yeah. They're talking to his back. That was all weird. Anyways, what happens immediately after that? We get the title screen. That's all cool. And then... Do we get the family? Or do we get them going to see Lori? I think they go immediately to Lori. Are you sure? Well, what family? Tell me the family. The Strodes. Her daughter and her granddaughter. Perhaps. And the dad. I like the mom. I like the dad. I like the daughter. Yes. I like them. Because this is a we, big strength of this movie. Big strength of this movie is I like everybody. Dad's is, funny. I talked about it um, when we watched Scream 4. I said, mm-hmm. hey, this is just like Halloween 2018. And I think it's the most mm-hmm. Danny Bride thing about this movie. Yeah. And I think it's one of the biggest strengths is, A, you like everybody. Yeah. But, B, when there are scenes where characters show up to just die, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, we have one to two minutes to get you to care about these people. So we're just go just, do some crowd work. We're going to, exactly. We're just going to shotgun some jokes, some yeah. character specific jokes at you. Yeah. Like the guy in the car with a son who's like, listen, dad, I like hunting with you and I'll go hunting with you on the weekends. But I got dance class. But to dance go is my passion. Yeah. It really hits me in the heart. It's like, yeah. I like these two guys immediately and yeah. then they die. Um, and I like that. I like, I like that very much though. Um, it does kind of get, a little stale after a while but it's better than just two cops just like can't believe we're on patrol again and then dying yeah anyway we're at the family hey i'm graduating with honors yeah is grandma gonna come oh you know i talked to her and she ain't coming but she talked to grandma herself she knows grandma wants to come Mm -hmm. and then dad gets peanut butter on his penis yeah danny mcbride joke yeah and then we cut to Lori, them going to go see Sure, Lori. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this would be would have been a better introduction for these two characters. Them driving yeah. to see Lori and talking yes. into the microphone. And then 100%. Give her three grand. And 100%. Then, then, even them just saying, we saw Michael. That would have been better to me. Yeah, yeah. Again, this is a moment where we get the, showed him the mask. He didn't react. Mm-hmm. Weird. Always weird. But anyways, um, I like this scene. I... 
like this idea for Lori. I just feel like, um, again, I'm asking too much yeah. of the movie. This is serviceable. This is fine. This movie's fine. Uh, much like how you fixed the first scene by just being like, hey, they could sit at a table. I wish it was a little bit more subtle with Lori. Yeah. I wish it was that she was trying to pretend like everything was kind of fine, but everybody could tell that she was still like, hey, we noticed he spent 16000 putting bars in here. <laughs> but, you know, just stuff like that where, like, they'd be like, mom, like, look at me. Because, like, she just keeps, like, looking at the door or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, mom, relax. Michael's not going to come through the door right now kind of a thing. Like, I just wish it wasn't so much her being, like, two guns in her hand, like, you don't understand. Halloween's in three days. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I wish it was a little less like that. But it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I feel like her character would be a little bit better if she wasn't 100% of the time like, I'm crazy and I know it, but I'm crazy for a good reason. Yeah. It's like if she was just crazy and she knew it, but she was still trying to. Like, a scene I really like is when they're at dinner and she shows up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, how'd it yes. go tonight? Was it good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she starts drinking yeah, that wine she a lot. Yeah, preoccupied and like paranoid. Yes, that's a great example of what I think down, she yeah. should have been like. Yes, yeah. yes. Instead of being, I don't know, it's almost loomis like she's the Loomis in this movie. She which is I do like, but in my opinion, she's a little too much. Like, um, there's that like peak Loomis in like four or five, where like he'll just enter a room, no context for where his character's <laughs> been, where his character's coming from, what he's doing he'll just here. Be like, for God's sakes, man, we gotta get eyes on Michael. And yeah, like, yeah. And people are like, oh shit, hey Loomis, uh, when did you get here? You know. Um, so yeah, she's got that chaotic Loomis energy, and I, 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 I uh, like I said, it's just a personal wish list item. Wish list item number one: have Michael sitting down across from the table in the first scene instead of standing with his back turned. Wish list item two is that perhaps she was like a more subtle, you know, first movie Loomis. Um, and I even think I don't know. I don't know. That's that's all I'm gonna say about that. But I do like. Uh, it's a non-productive conversation, and she's still like, "Not give me my cash." Yeah, uh, mainly because I mean, what she's doing with her house is not cheap. <laughs> so exactly, she needs money, but she gives it to her granddaughter immediately, she which does, I like. I nice. thought that was cute. I do like that. I think that's cute. Uh, um, she's like, "Um, I guess I'll put it towards my college fund." She's like, "No, yeah. go to Mexico, have fun." Yes, what a cool grandma. Yes, again, it's cute. It's fine that they replicate the Michael scene, but with her instead. Me personally, I'm putting that a little in for my taste category of like useless fan service and you said it and i agree which is just that like if you look out of your classroom and see your grandmother there you don't go ah classic grandma you go i need to go (laughs) something has to be wrong um i either my mom died or my grandma has three thousand dollars in an envelope for me either way i have to know now (laughs) i feel like this movie could have used with half as many Wink, wink, nudge, nudges. To the first movie. Yeah. Especially ones that are like, uh-oh, Roboversal with Michael and Lori. But again, uh, by and large, fine. Yeah. Not offensive. Just uh, a little uh. A little too, uh, a few too many. But yeah, and then you keep going. Um, I don't really remember a lot of the order of this movie. Well, yeah, we don't have to go through it chronologically. I was just trying to hit some important yeah. stuff, because like, it starts important. Yeah. I'm you sure, know? I'm uh, just trying to think well, of the I guess next... the whole th- I don't know. I feel like this is a movie where you kind of got to talk about it scene by scene. Do we get the recreation of the Sam Loomis gas station 
scene next? I think so. Which is something I'm very proud of. Yeah. When we watched Halloween 4, maybe? Uh-huh. Or 5? I don't remember. I think it might be 4. Yeah, there's a scene where people get get caught up in a gas station by Michael Myers. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm pretty sure this exact scene is in Halloween 2018. I did a little research. It is. So much so that the gas station is meant to be a recreation yeah. of that one. So much so that, like, a lot of props in it are, like, mm. straight up the same props from Halloween 4. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, something I really like about the scene is I like in um, Halloween movies and, like, slasher movies in general. That fun thing that they do where it's nighttime and just out of focus in the background you can see the killer stalking around. And, mm. you know, like, if you keep an eye out, you're like, oh, fuck, there he is. They do that in this, but it's the middle of the day. He's wearing the the hospital uh, outfit, mm-hmm. so he's bright white. So he kind of does blend into the background while he's walking around. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah, this scene's uh, pretty decent. Yeah, it's a pretty decent scene. Uh, it's a little bit different uh, from the one that happens originally because like uh, Loomis shows up and like Michael's already killed everybody. Yeah, and Loomis is like, "Hello, paying customer." Um, and then there's some weird shit where like fire happens and he's like yelling. I think he's like on the ground yelling. Or like yeah, uh, I think he tries comes to shoot. Out. I think he tries to shoot yeah. at the car Michael drives away in and stuff. But he definitely does some over the top Donald Pleasant shit. Uh, <laughs> this is a much uh, more uh, sort of suspenseful scene. Uh, the kills are brutal. Yada yada yada. Her yeah. getting stalked in the the woman's restroom is pretty rough. It reminds me a bit when she's having to crawl on that disgusting floor. It reminds me a bit of that scene. Right, be dead. Uh, where Jamie Lee is like running underneath the tables in H2O. Yep, love when he puts his hand over and just drops the teeth. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it's disgusting. That's actually really cool. Like, I, I like loves, that a lot. I, that's the thing I like about these these two. Yeah. They really ramp up Michael's theatrics. Yes. Love it. I will say that may be one of the few, because it does happen, that's one of the few times where Michael actually scares me a bit Yeah. in these new movies. Because a big uh, thing that I don't like in these two movies and it's also fine because there's a degree to which it's already happened with the universal monsters. It happens with the Avengers. It's totally fine. It, it has happened with the Chucky series. It has happened with nightmare on Elm street. It's happened with Friday the 13th where you're supposed to be kind of rooting for Michael. Uh, these kind of like, uh, like the joke that I make frequently is that uh, a lot of scenes where he shows up, it feels like they might as well just go down. They do a little bit. Sometimes they do a little bit. Sometimes. Um, but this is one of the scenes where I don't feel like they're doing that. And he does actually intimidate me. And I'm like, geez, shit. Like, I hope she can get away. Um, so this is a good scene in my opinion. I like this one. Yeah. This one's great. Yeah. I think it is. It's, it's weird in these like new and like just sequels. I feel of slasher movies. Yeah. Where you're rooting for him, but you're also rooting for Lori. Mm hmm. So you're rooting for Laurie when it's the two of them, but when it's him with anybody else, you know that person's going to die. So you're yeah. like, ooh, get him. How's he going to get him? But in this one, it's yeah. very much so. You spend enough time with these two where you're like, ooh, I kind of don't want them to die. Yeah. This isn't a great example, but I feel like it's passable. Uh, there's the young boy who runs away from Michael, and there's our main character, Allison, the granddaughter. Is her name yeah, Allison? Yeah, I think it's Allison. They both get away from Michael and run. And I feel like that's something you just kind of have to do if you're going to actually try to make a slasher movie these days to make. I'm sorry, what part are you talking about? What's that? What part are you talking about? What do you mean what part am I talking Allison about? Allison and what young boy run away from him? 
This is two separate scenes. There's oh, the young boy who oh, gets the away babysitter. From okay, yeah. Uh, and then later on in the film, Allison is just running through the woods or whatever. Anyways, but I feel like this is something like if you were gonna try to seriously make a slasher movie, you'd have to do it. Is you'd have to like let some people kind of get away from the killer. Yeah. And you'd probably have to let some people sometimes like maybe incapacitate the killer mm-hmm. um, to just reestablish the idea that your killer is just not a supernatural like thing that's just like an agent of death that yeah. will kill whatever comes to the best because then you get to the point where it's like um just overindulgent and you know exactly what's going to happen and mm-hmm. like it would be more subversive honestly if sometimes the murderer did not murder somebody yeah. you know yeah um uh-huh. but getting ahead of myself i guess with the yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think we have to go through this movie scene by scene. No, this is fine. Just, These are the big yeah. chunks that are. The next thing I really like is, I mean, we just get a bunch of character stuff, and he goes around and kills people. I really like the one shot in this movie. Um, you didn't seem too thrilled with it when I brought it up, but him just walking around the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and it's one big long shot, and he goes through someone's backyard into their garage, gets mm-hmm. a hammer, kills a lady, picks up mm-hmm. her kitchen knife, walks over to the next house, kills the people in there, walks over to the next house. Yeah. Um, and I like all that a lot. Like he yeah. looked at one point, he looks in someone's front window, mm-hmm. and then she starts coming to the window, and he leaves, but the camera stays, and you see her looking out the window, and you can see him in the windows in the back walking mm-hmm. around, and he comes in through the back mm-hmm. door, and it's great. Um, I like it a lot. There's a scene, I mean, a part in this scene, uh, where he walks up to two people getting in their car, and he scares the woman. Yeah, and the husband's like, "Oh, sorry, I forgot my keys. We can go now." They're the two people from Halloween Kills. Um, the doctor and the nurse. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was fun. That is They're fun. This one for one second. But I think the rest of this movie, just the big thing I like is just to reiterate what we keep saying. I think my biggest example is the babysitter with the kid, Julian. That kid is very funny. I like that kid a lot. One of the best parts of this movie. Um, I like Julian a lot. I like the babysitter a lot. Yes. I like the shitty boyfriend a lot. Yeah. So when he's there killing them, it's just like the gas station scene where I'm like, oh, fuck. I hope they get out of this alive. And I know yes. they don't. But I'm like, I, I even even last night, the other night watching it, I'm like, I've seen this movie, and I'm kind of rooting for them still. Yeah. Real quick, there's some wild shit with, like, uh, the psychiatrist stabbing a sheriff in the neck, right? And, like, uh, trying later, to get yeah. Michael to meet up with Lori because he thinks it'll, like, help her or whatever. Uh, it's weird, in my opinion. It's odd. It almost works. I think it doesn't even kind of work. Well, just in the same way that, like, you like Halloween Kills, because... We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But it works in that kind of vein where, like, that's 100% something, again, listen to the later conversation, you understand what I mean. But that's the kind of thing that, like, a horror movie would try out in that vein and, like, whatever. Um, and then also, like, because, in my opinion, from day one... Or not necessarily day one. Whenever it is specifically in the series that they realize this is a supernatural killer that won't stop at anything, whoever you think he's fixated on, which we'll get to it, but apparently the fixation does not actually exist. But I digress. Whenever you figure out whoever the fixation is, at a certain point, why not offer up? (laughs) Just offer up. So this all can just be over with. So in that sense, I get what the psychiatrist is going for. Do I like it? I don't like it. Um, But all that shit happens. I have nothing else to say about it. Those were the three I, things I wanted to say. <laughs> I would say I don't love it, but earlier, I don't remember if you remember when I brilliantly fixed the first scene. Yeah. Thinking about it, right in this movie, you're like, okay, we're this far in. 
Lori lives in this cabin in the woods. Yeah. How do we get Michael Myers there? Yes. No idea. Honestly, this is probably the best way. <laughs> the doctor's crazy, and he's like, I'm bringing him there myself. Yeah. And, yeah, it was something I wanted to say about this movie. I think my very clever observation kind of got ruined by the second one because they were like, oh, that was the plan all along. I do kind of like in this movie that Laurie's like, oh, he's coming for me. He's waiting yeah. for me. That's what happened. And he's not. Mm-hmm. He just kind of ends up there. Yeah. Like, he's just... I mean, realistically, after watching Kills, it's like, no, he's just trying to go home. <laughs> That's yeah. all he's trying to do and just kills anyone who's in front of him. Yeah. Um, The rest of the duration, nothing crazy stands out to me Um, other than perhaps, like, uh, Lori, like, clearing her house, looking for Michael, hiding her daughter and granddaughter in, like, the basement and all that kind of stuff. That's, yeah. It's all good, and there's the nice twist, which... Is that the house is actually a trap, not a prison. Yes. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, he makes a jack-o'-lantern out of that cop's head. That that's was cool. Dope. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, but uh, just real quick, is there anything that you want to give more time to in terms of talking about? I don't think so. Okay. I think this movie overall, fine. Yeah. At the time of watching it, fourth best Halloween movie I had seen. Mm-hmm. On our tier list, I think we both agree with that. Yeah, um, it's the best Halloween. No, I was gonna say it's the best Halloween two I've seen, but no, Rob Zombies is the best <laughs> Halloween two I've seen. Um, so, yeah, I got nothing much more. I there's some role reversals in this. I think all the role reversals probably should have just been in this last scene mm-hmm. where she's looking for him. And she's like, oh, he's in the closet. I was in the closet. He's not yeah. in the closet. Or when uh, he pushes her over the railing, turns around, and then turns back, and she's gone. And it's like, oh, it's just like that one. Yeah. I think it should have been maybe just those two. Yeah, and then overall, uh, I, I understand that they're basically doing, like, she's Loomis now, and he's Michael, as he's always been, <laughs> you know, Van Helsing, Dracula, that kind of a thing. It just doesn't feel – it feels fine. This works fine. Again, we've established that. But personal wish list thing, I feel like I've seen that better. For example, Loomis and Michael. Yeah. That I works think, so much better for some reason. I think if Allison was the main character, yeah, it would have worked better. Yeah. And you just heard about her crazy grandma sometimes. You saw less of it, and she showed up like Loomis does. Yeah. That yeah, like but it fun. definitely, I would say maybe the biggest problem with this movie is it doesn't really have a main character. Also, I would say that I think it lacks much like, much like, but very also different than the Rob Zombie thing. I think it does lack a lot of the subtlety that the original has still. Yeah. I think there are a lot of ways where, even though it's a much more quiet and well-paced movie, and it feels a bit more maybe subtle or classy, if you will, Mm -hmm. um, I still think it's a little ham-fisted at times. Yeah. Is one of my biggest problems with it. Um, but again, overall, fine. I would say that this is a like light, uh, to str- like maybe like the C minus C area for me. That's where I'm gonna uh, grade it. I give it a C plus B minus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, not awful. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna have to get a sheet and 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 try to scribble down uh some. <laughs> I can give you one, yeah. Some rankings. Uh, but, yeah, I think this might end up technically being fifth for me. Just because I personally want to squeeze another one in there that just I feel like 
gets a nod before this one does yeah. just by default just a nod more of an honorable mention thing where it's just like i feel like that's just gonna slide in there first but i digress overall like i said this is fine um yeah i would i would say this is about as good as yes scream 4 i think you were on on point there where like it's uh washable mm -hmm. it's fun to watch um it does not necessarily feel like you're watching garbage as you yes. mentioned like 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 uh horror movies can sometimes but at the end of the day my biggest problem being that it's the million three tread of an yeah. idea and there's nothing wrong with retreading an idea because uh brilliant things can happen i mean I, I think about uh how many fucking movies about a haunted house there are yeah or how many movies about a vampire there are yep um but to specifically be you know the 11th or the 12th in a series doesn't bode well for anyone but james bond it seems like yeah i the way i feel about this movie more so than most halloween movies if yeah. i was at a party with a group of people mm -hmm. someone was putting it on like oh haven't so-and-so hasn't seen this yet or yeah putting it on because i like this movie i'd be like oh cool i'll watch this movie right now yeah there's bits and parts pieces of it i uh, that i like none of it is hard to watch none of it's makes me angry or annoyed yeah um and i think it's a good time decent movie well worth the effort and uh yeah not setting the world on fire not reinventing the wheel for what it is like i said it's fine exactly yeah halloween kills chris what did you think just your only your unadulterated opinions and thoughts on the critically panned <laughs> halloween kills uh, to be fair, I have not actually uh, legitimately sought out any um, any actual criticism, but I am well aware of the fact that it's critically panned. I can tell you there was a point where I checked Peacock TV and it had a rating of like yep. 59. And then I checked like earlier today and it's down to like 38 already. Yep. So it seems like as more and more people are seeing it, it just keeps going down and down the drain. Um, I can tell you that sitting in that movie theater and watching it, for at least alicia says longer but at least the first 45 minutes i legitimately kept thinking what is this movie doing where is it going and what is happening right now mm -hmm. because almost nothing happens for a while it spends a lot of time with just the aftermath of the earlier film and i think yeah complaint one comes just from like it it it, it failing to get traction for what feels like forever for me yeah oh yeah um and then yeah, just overall, uh, yeah, I just I did not have uh, fun really. This was a movie where I was definitely checking my watch. To be fair, this was the third movie in a series of of <laughs> of, of 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 an all day horror marathon that I was watching. And uh, again, also to be fair, this is the only like a, a you know unadulterated bad movie that I saw yesterday. Um, Came hot off of 13 Ghosts. While not scary, a very fun time capsule. 1960s William Castle. Played for laughs. Very funny. Legitimately very funny. Whole audience was laughing. It's crazy to be in an audience full of people laughing at a movie from like 1964 mm -hmm. or 68 in black and white. Um, and then we watched The Lost Boys, which again just had people cheering for, you know, shirtless men covered in oil playing sax at night on the beach. Hell yeah. Uh, for, you know, uh, an audience of people and stuff. And Maybe I Kiefer, will say Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah Kiefer Sutherland and stuff like that. And then here comes this thing. Uh, this thing. 
Well, like I said, more so than the first one, this one seems more like they just kind of lost the plot. It doesn't... Mm -hmm. Like, the first one, at least to me, felt one of the biggest compliments I can give it. Like, it was going somewhere. Yeah. And then I feel like with this one, they tried three separate times to be like, ah, man, we're going here. Nah, shit. Okay. Oh, God. We're going here. It's just... I would say it's a mess of a movie, almost. Perhaps. Almost as much of a mess as this rant has been. My little ramble. <laughs> what did you think? I think that you said nothing that was untrue. Yeah. But, as I we all know, that. I'm kind of the bad boy of the podcast. Yeah, baby. Say so you're the you're the sex pot of the podcast, and I'm the bad boy. <laughs> what does sex pot mean? Uh, you fuck. Oh, okay. You fuck, people want to fuck. <laughs> um... I fucking loved this movie. Hell yeah. Um, unadulterated. Nice. Uh, starting it. Just, yeah, go on. For starting a while. it immediately. I, I'm driving well, How home. does it start again, specifically? Um, it starts. That's a great question. I just watched it again today and I don't remember. <laughs> it doesn't start. Mm, doesn't bode well. I'm kidding. No, uh, it, no, this is not a movie that starts from. It doesn't start in this. It starts with the boyfriend's. Finding oh, yeah. Hawkins, mm-hmm. Hawkins on the ground, um, which is fine actually. I, I'm not that bad about it. Yeah, I my first experience with this movie is I'm driving home from work. I get a text message from Chris that says this new Halloween is terrible. And earlier that day, I'd seen a trailer where Michael Myers walks out of the burning building with an axe in his hand, and I was like, oh no. And then you text me, and I was like, oh no. Yeah. And then I'm watching this. Boyfriend calls his friends like, again. Hey man, keep getting your voicemail. I messed up real bad with Allison. Uh, I need to find her. If you know where she is, call me, okay? And then it cuts to his dead friend and his phone in his pocket, and it sounds like the voicemail's coming out of his phone. Mistake. And I was like, okay, teenagers don't leave voicemails. That's not how voicemails work. This movie's going to be bad. And then it cuts to Haddonfield, 1978. And I was like, oh no, this movie's going to suck. And it takes place right after 1978 Halloween, this little flashback. Uh, Loomis just shot him and he disappeared and the cops are looking for him. And it just feels weird and just really off. And my only praise for it was I was like, well, I do really like that they got actors that look like younger versions of the older actors Mm -hmm. instead of doing CGI youngifying on them yes i was like so i really appreciate that and as soon as i said that a cgi loomis burst (laughs) into the front door yeah um which i'm kind of blown away by yeah especially as the movie went on i don't know how they did that yeah i don't know if he's cgi i don't know if he's another actor and i don't know if it's old footage or not because when he first came in i thought it was just unused footage yeah so they kind of comped into that scene mm-hmm. and then later he kind of looks like a different actor but he's always like kind of standing half in a shadow yeah so that might be why it works so well and then this movie just kind of goes on and on and on and on and there's that weird scene with the bar with anthony michael hall who's playing paul rudd yeah and i thought that was weird i think lonnie sucks ass the little kid that they introduced in the flashback yes to make him part of that group i don't like a lot of the retconning i don't like that i don't like the sheriff talking about how like hey mama used to bring me over to play with him he was weird you always stand on the window just looking out on the town i get that i think 
I, my biggest my biggest thing about Lonnie is, you know, Tommy. We've seen him twice. We see him in like yeah. two, maybe three scenes. No, like Tommy Doyle's talking. He's like, hey, and this is, uh, I was getting babysit and I had uh, I had to run away from him. That sucked. Her this over there. bumped into him. That's yeah, her over there, her babysitter got murdered. She was attacked by him. Uh, Lonnie saw him. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then eventually we get to Lori Strode's house. Yeah. Oh, I do like how that bar scene ends when they're like, to where we are, Lori, cheers, and be safe. Then it cuts to her bleeding out in the back of that pickup truck, which yeah. I don't think we've talked about. Seems like a nice little nod to Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, I was thinking about yeah. that when I was watching it in the theater. Can't wait to watch that movie. That's one of my uh, faves. Um, I did write down here in my note, the window shit is dumb. His obsession yeah. with looking out the window is kind of dumb. Yeah, But I will say... When it gets to the scene, we're all you got a f- lot of notes. Just this page. Oh, okay. The firefighters show up. Yeah. And he comes out of the burning building. Yeah. And the music's kind of like dan 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 dan. Great. Love the music in all this movie. John yeah. Carpenter knocking out of the park again. And he starts taking on the firefighters. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is what this movie is. Yeah. This is what this movie's going to be. And from then on, I was like, I absolutely love this. Mm -hmm. It was something I kept telling you yesterday when we were talking about it. Yeah. Personally, I think both me and you love a good, spooky Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. He's always in the shadows, more or less just a man. I like more or less just a man, yes. I think it's the best way that Michael Myers works. I don't care too much for supernatural Michael Myers. Mm Mm-mm. But, I don't want the mask to do anything. I don't want the thorn cult. Yeah. I don't want him to be doing this for some higher purpose. But. The greater good. After seeing all 12 of these, all yeah. 13 of these, we cannot deny that for most of the time, Michael Myers is supernatural. Mm-hmm. So, like the last one we watched, mm-hmm. where it was like, hey, Michael Myers, this is going to be. We're going to try to, as much as possible, while still being a little bit new, give it the 1978 treatment where he's just a guy stalking around the neighborhood. Yeah. And I like that this one's like, okay, we're kind of doing the wacky sequels now. Yeah. And so for him to just fuck up those six or seven firefighters, yeah, I was like, oh, awesome. I love this. Because in mm-hmm. all the other ones I watched where he's weird supernatural Michael Myers, they were just boring. Yeah. And he was just this immovable force that just tore through everything. And that's exactly what he is in this one. Yeah. But I'm interested in the entire time. I like mm-hmm. watching it. I had fun watching this movie. Yeah. And that would be the biggest compliment I could give to this movie. I had fun throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. Did I think it was great? Do I think this is a good movie? No, not really. Yeah. But I think it's a great time. Apart from my own personal taste for a moment, I would say that this, I think, has the potential to be objectively a bad move on their part. Yeah. Just because of the way people are responding. Mm-hmm. I think them, like, let's just say, like, you know, uh, for a second that perhaps they that that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to do one of the wackier sequels. Uh, I don't know if it's the right call to lean into that when the whole reason why the genre died was because it got so wacky. I think this movie, the last movie, mm-hmm. and the next movie, all three of these, were written with them in mind being like, there's going to be three of these. Yeah. So first one is original spooky Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. 
this one starts to ramp up into Supernatural Michael Myers. I don't know what the third one's going to be. GoPros. GoPros. It's all going to be shot with GoPros. How bitching would it be if the third one was just like Season of the Lich, though? Uh, it had nothing to do with Michael. <laughs> he dies immediately. Um, It'd be great. Do another season of The Witch, baby. Do another um, season of The Witch. But that being said, I appreciate that. And it also kind of leads to what you were saying with, like, this movie never really feels like it gets a foothold and things are just kind of happening and building up and happening and building up and then nothing mm-hmm. really happens. It's because it's the Empire Strikes Back of these movies. Mm-hmm. It's the middle movie. It doesn't really have a beginning. It doesn't really have an end, you know? Just people doing shit. Um, but that being said... Love this movie. Yes. So much fun. Um, look at my notes. Do you have anything else to say about it? Yeah, I mean, I've got a couple of things. Oh, I think the intro riffs. I think they were killing it with these intros. Yeah. All the pumpkins, yeah, the last one's yes. on fire. That yeah. was crazy. That was really, they were going off on that. Um, I'm going to say, since you have so many notes, uh, that more than likely the things I have to say will be able to be Frankenstein style stitched onto whatever you bring up. Okay. So go ahead and start reading. Um, after the firefighters, don't really... Fuck, we'll probably go back to oh, the Oh, well, bar. yeah, let me talk about that, I guess. Uh, yeah. I personally didn't like it. I understand entirely what you mean. Just for my taste, I... I, 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 uh, uh, I, I didn't uh, need to see him take on 20 firefighters like Batman. That's just all I have to say. It's just my thing. Like I said, I, I, I definitely get what you mean. Uh, it has an appeal. It's definitely a choice. Um, nothing wrong with it, objectively, but subjectively. Hashtag, not my president. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think just, uh, like I keep saying, my biggest, biggest thing is watch so many of these awful movies where yeah. he's just a big unstoppable monster mm-hmm. that I didn't give a shit about. Yeah. And this movie, he's no, a get that. big unstoppable it. monster. I'm like, yeah. fuck, even though this isn't my cup of tea, yeah. fucking... Probably the best way I've ever seen Michael Myers be a big unstoppable monster. I just wish, I guess, as a whole, they came to a better point about what that is or what that means because they spend some time at the end talking about how he's fear and how he's trauma and that the idea of him being a big unstoppable monster is because those are two things that are not necessarily stoppable. Yeah. But then there are moments where, like, the sheriff goes like, yeah, Jesus Christ, if only we had known that then. Then and what? Then what if you'd known it then? Um, and yeah, just I don't – I feel like there would be a better – I can't spitball you an example, but I feel like there's a better way for them to come to a point with that, which is, again, not something these movies as a whole, like sequels to slasher films, have to do you know, throughout the 80s and the 90s. But I feel like these movies are attempting a little bit to like say something because they try to say something a couple of times. Yeah. And if that's the case, then, like, I, I, I've seen them do better, not necessarily at, like, making a statement, but at just, like, handling things well that I feel like they could have handled making the statement better. And, uh, yeah, like, that doesn't end up coming really to too much of a point to me. Well, I think personally, I think that's going to come to a point in the next in the third one. one. Yes, yeah. it's the middle child. I think um, this one more so is, like, like we said a couple weeks ago, the original one is more so, like, this stranger, this evil is coming into this the neighborhood. Shape, exactly. And it's a metaphor for what's happening to people in the seventies. And this one is the town turning to this mob mentality, which is what's happening but it today also here lean and there. Into that True. But I don't hard. think the original Halloween leads into their theme that hard either. Yeah. You know? 
is just something that's kind of there. Sure. Um, and in the but original, boy, do they try to make a point about it? I mean, there's literally a point where someone trips uh, a bunch of doctors down a bunch of stairs. Well, yeah, but not only that, but like Lori calls them sheep and then knees a doctor in the balls. Yep, yep, yep. And then they all start chanting a slogan: "Evil dies tonight." Like they're like the Trump crowd and stuff. And I feel like they're definitely trying to say something. But again, it's one of those things where like they it almost plays out exactly like Halloween four where like the, the, the good old boys shoot like Davey. It's Halloween two. I keep telling you it's Halloween two. Is it Halloween? It's two? Halloween two. I was just talking to Will and Will was like, Oh, at Halloween four when the, the, all the yokels shoot the guy. Well, Will's got dick for brains. Cause <laughs> it happens in Halloween two. I almost guarantee it. Um, but anyways, in Halloween two might be my favorite part of Halloween two is when they send the good old boys to go get Michael Myers. And in this one, that's kind of the whole movie. But it's not though. It's just that little bit, and then they th- they talk that like uh, maniac into like falling off the well, not talk to, but like scare him into jumping off the thing, and then that's just kind of over with. No, because then the rest of the town shows up to beat the shit out of Michael Myers at the end. Not the rest of the town, but still a big group of them show up to beat Michael Myers up at the end. But my point being that like that point is when they're like, oh geez, we're the monsters. Yeah, that's and then something... the movie goes on to them still doing the thing that they just said they were monsters for trying to yes, do. Yes, that's something I don't like. Yeah, is I wrote it down on my notes. Uh, Tommy Doyle goes, "Oh, Judy Greer, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." But and she goes, "Tommy, you sent my sister, my daughter out to go hunt down a psychopath, and an innocent man just died." And then she goes, "Ugh, it's not like any of us are innocent anyway." And I'm like, <laughs> "Um." Judy Greer, you definitely are, just so you know. You did yeah. everything you could to stop this, and I think a lot of other people who weren't in this mob are innocent tonight. Yeah. But nonetheless, yeah, I think it is still very strange that he's just like, oh, look, I fucked up. It's real bad. I shouldn't have done it, but I'm going to go keep doing this. Yeah. Um, so that's just what I'm trying to say about the movie as a whole. Is like There are multiple points where like it almost comes to a point just to end up... like It'd almost be like if I was like... uh. This is a very low stakes version, but if I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to be pre diabetic just like my father if I keep doing this kind of shit. Yeah. And then like ten minutes later, you saw me like just drinking a two liter straight out of the bottle. Mm-hmm. You know. I think this movie does a lot of stuff, and it tries to do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and it doesn't stick the landing on most of it. Yeah, not even stick the landing; it just doesn't stick with it. Just doesn't see it through. Is what I'm. What I mean. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. They just don't, I, they don't I, see it to a conclusion. They don't even try an ending. They just stop at a certain. Well, yeah, like like, like, I, like I said, yeah. this is the second movie, so yeah, yeah just gonna kind of stop at a point. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so I don't I hate it for that. I don't. I'm again with n- nothing I'm saying here. I'm not gonna argue with you and be like, oh, it's actually really smart, Chris. Yeah. There's, there's levels here. I just think. This movie's very surface level, but what's mm. on the surface level, I enjoy. Yeah. Um, there's the old couple who live next door to Laurie Strode and they see her house on fire. Mm-hmm. The ones that are playing with the drone. They're very cute. Very cute. Just more good old-fashioned Danny McBride dialogue. You like these people immediately. Yes. And then Michael Myers shows up. I love him. He's like, honey, there's a a, a big fellow with a mask on in a bathroom. <laughs> what does he want? I, who gives a shit? Call the cops. Yeah. Um. Uh, I like that scene a lot more. More theatrics. I thought this scene was genuinely, not genuinely, but I think it's pretty sc- scary. Uh, he kills both of them, and then she's still alive, and he drags the husband into the room so she can watch him 
kill him. Yeah. And he's just testing out knives on him just over and over and over again until he gets to the last one. He's like, I'm taking this one with me. I yeah. liked all that stuff a lot. Yeah, her getting stabbed in the neck was very gross. Oh, yeah. Just Especially with the tube light, and it just fills up with blood immediately. Oof. Just the noise more yeah. so than anything. They really hammed up the noise. Oof. And then you Nasty. get the bar with all the survivors and stuff like that don't like all their phones going off and them going, oh my god, turn up the news. We're getting exposition from the news. Yeah. But I do like that on the news, they go, there are still two psychiatric people at large and they show Michael and they show the guy that dies later. Mm -hmm. So, or the guy that ends up being in the woman's car when she goes outside. Yes. So it makes sense that people would confuse the two of them. Yes, I do like that. And I do like it setting up the idea of like them becoming the Frankenstein mob and how that's not a good thing. Um, one of my favorite things from the original Halloween is when, I can't remember the babysitter's name, but one of them goes outside into her car and the windows are all foggy from the inside because Michael's in the car waiting for her. Mm-hmm. I like that when they go out to the car in the bar here. Mm-hmm. Windows are all foggy from the inside because that guy's waiting inside. Um, and then we get, arguably best part of this movie big john and little john yeah him getting stabbed in the armpit really didn't i didn't like that i've never seen that in a horror movie you ever been punched in the armpit i have not have you is that what you're bringing it up yeah you have like threatening me no you have like a bunch of like nerve endings in your armpit Uh, i used to get punched in the armpit as a kid by some neighbor kid all the time that shit hurts so bad yeah i don't like it i can only (laughs) i can only like i said like it's one of those things where I feel like it's a very vulnerable area that doesn't necessarily get addressed as being as vulnerable as it is in horror films and stuff like that. So to see it, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, that would be mm-hmm. an awful place. It's like so vulnerable. Um, I love that they live in the Myers house. Love the look of the Myers house in this one. Yeah. I these, think guys, the, yeah. Uh, these guys know how to decorate. Um, that's another thing. This paying homage to all the shitty over-the-top ones. This movie fucking ends in the Myers house, Chris. Yeah, which is very funny because when we were watching the first one, I, I, I actually said, I was like, I'm not going to put all my money on it because there's a good chance it doesn't happen. But I would I, I would put money on either A, they end up there, or the movie ends there. Yeah. And it did not happen. It, it, it happened in the sequel, but it did not happen. And I love it. I love it yeah. for it. Um, I'm not mad about it. But, yeah, I love these two. Uh, kids prank them. I don't I just like all of them throughout this movie. I like uh, uh when she's making the honey. He's tell, talking about bees and he's like my mom used to keep bees before she died. <laughs> <laughs> and I love I love when they hear the knock at the back door. Yeah. And no one's there. He's like oh, I, I do like that and then it goes around to the front. Yeah. And then he's like Big John, someone's in our house. And it's not a kid. And mm-hmm. Big John goes Oh fuck that and takes off his wristbands and his mm-hmm. watch and his rings and his silk his silk yeah. thing. I love it so much. And then, yeah, uh, love, love, love when he gets his eyes popped out and it's a practical effect. Yeah, that was like pretty good. like to see more practical effects in movies. Yes. We talked about this not too long ago, I think. Beginning of the podcast, baby. No, I just mean a different podcast. I'm pretty oh. sure we <laughs> talked about how we miss practical effects. Yes. Um, yeah. um, I'm just going to keep on Big John a little John right now. Um just mixing up parts of the movie later at the end of the movie when the Allison and her boyfriend show up there mm-hmm. after her, his dad goes in, you know, mm-hmm. um, fuck. I'm just going to talk about this scene real quick. 
Lonnie, who is the boyfriend's dad, who's the kid who saw him once yes. in 1978. I timed it. I love that he brings him there and goes, I shouldn't have brought you guys here. I'm going to go in. You see anything, honk, okay? And then he goes in. You hear a gunshot. And they go in. Yes. And it's quiet. Which means from the time that he went in to the time that they go in means that Lonnie dies within 20 seconds. <laughs> which is so fucking funny to me. Yes. Um. But yeah, and then they go in there, and then like he turns the record on that they were listening to, mm-hmm. just more of his theatrics, and then it like pans over to a picture of the two of them, big Big John and Little John on a beach, mm-hmm. and then when she comes in and sees the scene, like a good 15, 20 seconds later, he's laid them out like they are in that photograph. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah, that's neat. I like um, that. Let's see. What's after Big John Little John? Um, you remember the, 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 the funny best friend from the last movie that dies on the fence? Yeah. Uh, his dead body is in the hospital. Oscar. Yes. Don't know why I remember his name more than some of the other characters. You see his dead penis like twice. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't notice that, and I was like, "Hey." Very distracting. It is. Yeah. But it was also essential. I was like, "There we go." Uh, so distracting. I put it down on my notes. Um, I'd say the biggest problem with all the mob mentality stuff. Yeah. Is watching it, I was like, "Okay, this is really cool." Besides the little bit in Halloween two, not four. They go. The whole town is just pissed. And they're like, we're going to find this guy and we're going to fucking kill him. Mm-hmm. If it's all of us together, he can't kill all of us. Mm-hmm. So we all have to be together on this thing. Okay? Now let's split up. <laughs> so there's just two of us at a time. Yeah. And then it just plays out like a normal movie. And that sucks. That really, really sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like, like when they go to the park, I'm like, why are there just fucking for you here <laughs> and then when they show up on that crime scene they intersect with tommy doyle i'm like tommy doyle why are you out here by your fucking self yeah. <laughs> and so yeah really the only time uh, you get them like you were saying earlier is all of them killing the wrong guy at the hospital and then all of them at the end not all of them but a big group of them at the end beating mm-hmm. the shit out of michael myers so really it is just him again hunting down two or three people at a time I like when they're at the park and the Brady kids are like, oh, yeah, we're waiting for our friends. And also there's some creepy pervert out here with a mask trying to play hide and seek with us. I like the the acting from the kids. That felt very cool and genuine. They just Mm -hmm. felt like legitimate shitty kids. Um, I liked him killing uh, them in the car. I thought it was all pretty cool. I like him smashing his hand down on the window just like he did to that same woman in the first Halloween. Um, I think him stabbing through that, that guy through the eye into the brain was extremely brutal. But maybe my favorite kill in this movie is when he kicks the car door open and makes that woman shoot herself in the face. <laughs> um, yeah. And I love when they come and find them and all the kids are wearing the Halloween 3 masks or all the dead bodies are wearing the Halloween 3 mm-hmm. masks. Very fun. Um, fuck, what else do I like about this movie, Chris? There's so much. Oh, when they're in the park and What's-Her-Face is running away from him. She's hiding behind that tree. Ah, uh, yeah, very Lord of the Rings. Very Lord of the Rings. Very Predator. Very predator. I liked that scene. Yes, it was uh, pretty. Again, it's exactly a little the tense. Thing. Oh, yeah. what's that? So it was a little tense. Yes, it's a, that exactly that thing I was saying earlier. Where like sometimes someone's got to get away from them. Yeah, uh, and I really, really the music stood out to this scene the most uh, in the entire movie. In the scene to me, okay, it's just some weird synthy like just it's mm. just like mm-hmm. we, like weird like just it's hyper 
and tense at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's not like just like a weird like droning or something like that. It's just like a very like it felt very uh very John Carpenter. Loved it a lot. Um and I don't think I have that much more. I don't think I really have that many more notes. I do like the Chekhov's gun fake out where they're in the hospital and Allison wraps up the knife in her t-shirt and puts it under a pillow and she goes, in case you need this later. And I was like, okay, this movie's going to end with Michael in the hospital and her Mm. grabbing that knife. It's got to, but it doesn't happen. Mm. Um, Instead, the Chekhov's gun in this movie is the pitchfork Mm -hmm. that they have as the Halloween decorations. I like that. And then, uh, yeah, just blew me away at the end of this movie when finally everybody catches up to him and they're like, we're kicking your ass, Michael Myers. It's gonna happen. Yeah, I like that they're just yeah. Like I know that they're trying to kill him, but it, it really does play out like, uh, hey, heard you asked my girl to the dance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I uh, think it looks very nice though. That it's like it feels like it's slightly in slow motion, and like Michael will just be lit from behind on like a backdrop mm-hmm. of like black. Because yeah, I think it's just supposed to just evoke that there's the headlights from the cars next to him. Yeah, and it does that very well, and I think that's a very striking visual. Yeah, um, I think it's really neat. I'd love to see it more other places. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a look that uh, I don't feel like I've ever seen before. The closest thing it reminded me of, like I said, is like some of your um, uh, action figure, uh, you know, photography and yeah, like and it's just because stuff. I own one light. Yeah. <laughs> But it's neat. It's a striking visual. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I like that while she's back at the house calming her daughter down and be like, everything's okay. Cuts back to Jamie Lee Curtis and she's like, everything is not okay. <laughs> this man is evil. Dr. Loomis knew it. The more he kills, the stronger he gets. Yeah. And then literally he just gets up and just starts fucking everybody up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is just so wild. And I love it. And then he kills Judy Greer and it's over. Also, yeah. she sees baby Michael Myers in the window. Don't mm-hmm. know what that's about. Mm-hmm. Hated all the stuff with Hawkins, his backstory, and him being like, oh, I could have shot him, but I just saw somebody's yeah. baby boy there. It's like, hey, I could have done without all of these flashbacks. Literally yeah. every single one of them did not need to be in this movie. Yes. But it's interesting. Um, all that money you spent making a fake Donald Pleasance didn't need to happen. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting. This is the second time they've attempted the idea of same night right yes and it reminds me a bit of um because as as much as i don't think the movie works overall there are plenty of small moments that i do like as noted i would nod as you were saying things i say yes i also like that not just physically but verbally i would be i would say yes Mm -hmm. um but it reminds me a bit of uh being the second outing in a sense uh like Dracula compared to like horror of Dracula or Nosferatu. Um, <clears throat> wish list item that I think would have helped this a bit is, but again, it doesn't work again. It's just a magic you couldn't recapture. I think one of the things perhaps then, because I'm not going to say wish list because I don't think it would work, but one of the things that also hurts it in terms of something it didn't do wrong because it couldn't have done anything about this. It really couldn't have. But something I do like about Halloween 2, the original, is again, like that feeling and it's also a product of the time of the 70s that like news hasn't broken yet mm-hmm. and he's just wandering around and like you, you maybe, maybe you'll hear someone like listening to the radio and be like oh dear but like <laughs> you're like oh fuck he's already in your house oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be so awful like it's such classic like i think they do it in the last one at some point yeah but it's such classic like um 
like that 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 urban legend about like you know two people making out at the makeout point and the news is like all points bullets and a maniac is broken out and the, yep. the lady being like we gotta go home and when they get home the the hooks and the thing or whatever yep, yep yep just that thing where like imagine if you got an amber alert in your phone and then you like looked up and there's like a man with a gun and a child he'd kidnapped and you're like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> this is my responsibility yeah. <laughs> or he's gonna make me go somewhere do you want the prius <laughs> yeah. take the prius <laughs> i didn't see you i don't know yeah, you yeah, yeah there's a lot of about this movie I hate there's like just a lot of lines here and there and just the way characters act like when they go and get Allison at the hospital mm-hmm. and they're handed out guns from the trunk of the car like oh, you get this and you get this and you get this handgun and you get this handgun and she just pulls out a giant shotgun from the back of this guy's truck she's like, she stopping the power she's like Michael Myers has haunted this place for 40 years that ends tonight. It's oh like, yeah. No. There's a lot of that shit. There's a lot of that shit. In this so movie. much so that, like I said, like I saw this with four people, and two of them assumed based on the marketing that, like, oh, this was the this is gonna be the one where Jamie Lee Curtis like kills Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like yeah, the evil dies tonight thing, and exactly the line you just said. I would say there's a lot. I've seen enough horror movies to know that Michael Myers was not going to die in this movie. Yeah. I've seen enough. Of better he better end in the he better die in the next one. Yeah, if they're calling it Halloween ends. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, oh, that's something I did like. Is it was it the first movie? I think it happens. It is the first movie. Where uh they do the Michael's not laying in the lawn switcheroo, but Michael is seeing Lori not laying in yeah. the lawn. That's good. I like that the first one. Uh, I like uh just a small thing I, I noticed or I, I really liked watching it yesterday. Especially since we just watched the first one. Uh-huh. The first one, they're at dinner with the new boyfriend. And he's like, oh, I used to hang out with your dad as a kid all the time. He used to sell me peyote. Oh, yeah, and there's the peyote line again in this Yeah, one. and he's yeah. like, oh, your dad used to sell me peyote. Your, uh, his reflection and jumped in the water after taking his trousers off. Uh, yeah. And she burst into tears because mm-hmm. it's insane to think about watching this movie. It's like, oh, yeah, her dad's been dead for 90 minutes maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I will say that that's something that I think this movie loses sight of, in a sense, like, as a mm-hmm. viewer more so, is it doesn't actually feel like later that night to me. Yeah, it feels like tomorrow night, even. Yeah. It's just like, this is a, a very long time. Night. Yeah. But, but no, I, I like that she's, you know, her and the boyfriend are still wearing the Bonnie and Clyde yeah. costumes. But yeah, it's de- definitely one of those things where, like, I think one of the biggest problems I have overall is, like, I uh, I understand that traumatic events still haunt an area you know like uh i'm sure in the neighborhood of columbine Mm -hmm. there are probably people who still get together and have coffee and talk about it and they have you know therapy and stuff like that and yada 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 but just the vigor with which these people seem to care about a guy who 40 years ago killed like three or five people there's a degree to which like the way that they're acting feels like it's more justified if this chronologically is the ninth movie. Yeah. For it to only be the second one, it feels a little bit like, have you been tormented that much by this? It, I, well, just an example real quick is like Cameron being like, we're going to go get this son of a bitch or whatever. Yeah. And I get that like his dad bumped into Michael on Halloween and that's very scary. I think it's, I think it's more so just into the, the, the commentary of the movie of yeah. the mob mentality, mm-hmm. but it very much so seems in this and the last one. Yeah. 
people know about it, but like that kid says in the last one, mm-hmm. yeah, so f- four kids died 40 years ago. Yeah. Big deal. Which is a line that like, yeah, he immediately goes, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that or whatever. But like, yeah, I kind of feel that a little bit. It's like, yeah, I get it. No, absolutely. Yeah. And then in this one, a few more people end up dying. Yeah. And Tommy Doyle goes, it's happening again. It's happening <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. And he points to the news and everyone's like, oh, fuck, it's happening again. Yeah. You know what, Tommy Doyle? You're right. Yeah. Let's go kill this guy. Yeah. And, again, it reminds me of the Frankenstein thing. And then while they're trying to go out and stop him after he killed two people, they're looking at the wrong place and he kills... I think like twenty five more people in this movie. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, you know, uh, because of dealing with that, it, this movie does also bring Frankenstein to mind quite a bit. Uh, uh-huh. Nothing to say there, other than like, yeah, I mean, you know, that's definitely the classic. Like, you spend so much time with the monster that you know he's not really a monster, and yet by the end of the movie, all these angry villagers want to kill him because they think he did this or he did that, and you know, by the end of it, you're like, don't kill the monster. You guys are the monsters. You guys are the monsters. Nah. You just don't understand. Except in this one, he also is the monster. Yeah. <laughs> There's a line you brought up to me yesterday where it goes off of what I was saying when I thought I was very smart about the last movie where I was like, no, he's just kind of hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hawkins goes, he's not after you, Laurie. He's just a six-year-old boy in the body of a man with the mind of an animal. <laughs> and you went... <laughs> Well, then which one is it? Yeah, like how does that break down? There's exactly. three parts to a two-part. Usually it's mind and body, I guess. Like is the does he have like the soul of a six-year-old and the body of a man with the mind of an animal? I don't know. Again, it's one of those things where, like you say, this is a fun movie. Doesn't need to be dug into. I mean, that's the kind of shit that like – and also it's one of those things where like people just say shit sometimes. Yeah. People just say shit. Yeah. And you know what they mean. Yeah, I mean in real life. I'm not even talking about it in movies. And so in movies, you can do the same shit. My mom might say some shit to me like that, like, like you, like you know, like uh, 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 oh, whatever happened to your ex boyfriend? Be like, she'd be like, I don't know, it's a fucking six year old boy in the body of a man with the mind of an animal. And then you'd laugh, <laughs> and you'd laugh, you know. So whatever, he's just spitballing. You know, yeah. he hasn't thought about it. He's That's off he's, the dome. He's in a hospital bed. He's on a <laughs> lot of drugs. He got stabbed in the neck with a scalpel. And that's Hawkins talking off the dome. Do you think that he'd Welcome be back talking to Hawk that well? Hawkins. That's he'd good. Be able to what? Do you think he'd be talking that well if he'd just been stabbed in the throat oh, with a scalpel? Absolutely okay. not, no. I don't think he would live through that. But that's fine. This is a movie. Mm-hmm. This is not real life. And Stranger Things have happened in real life. But that dude got fucked. I can't believe they... But, I mean, that's also, you know, it lends credence to your, your, your thing, uh, you know, your idea that this is them trying to do... You know this the the shitty sequel, mm-hmm. you know, kind of tongue in cheek, but also well. Um, I'll ask you this question real quick. Do you think that this has? Do you think that this is a perhaps at this moment and a misunderstood movie? And that with yes. the passing of a, a, a time, a significant passing of time, this will be a movie that's reexamined. I'd like to think so. Yeah, there's nothing I want more than for specifically you to enjoy this movie in some shape or form. Yeah, I think if this movie. I'd have to give it some time. I, I'm a, yeah, uh, but I'd have to rewatch it later. But as of now, yeah, it was not. I got peacock for another it. six days. So. <laughs> um, I think if this movie came out in 1984, mm-hmm. it had been one of the movies we had watched. Yeah, and it looked a little shittier. It was mm-hmm. a little bit older, and we watched it. 
I think me and you would have absolutely loved it. Yeah. But it's I a very think cute thing to say. I like this fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you know, it being a new movie, you mm-hmm. seeing it in the middle of a, a movie marathon, yeah. after just watching the other oh, one the last Boys. night, yeah. and oh, yeah. the Lost yeah. Boys, yeah. and yeah. having Keeper's that so dreamy in that fight. Oh yeah. But you just having that expectation of it being, you know, the sequel to the sequel that was supposed to be like, oh, back to the roots where Michael mm. is just a man. And now they're like, psych, he's a monster now in this mm. one. I understand why people don't like it. I understand why critics don't like it. But mm. yeah, I don't know. Just, just as soon as he started killing those people and I was like, oh, this one's going to be a little wacky. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm into that. Yeah. I can I can truck with this for what this movie is. For the sake of laughs. I'd like to quote Alicia for a moment uh there was a point where i was complaining about the first firefighter scene mm-hmm. and she was like and they had the audacity to do it again yeah which is very funny but like you say yeah you know, that's what they were going for again that's fine uh but yeah i did i definitely laughed very hard when 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 she said that because uh, i was like yeah sure i didn't even think about it but yeah they straight up did that twice yeah yeah, yeah. last night when you guys came back and we were talking about it she was like what did you think about it i was like because in the car, I swear to God on the Bible. Yeah. Uh, she was like, I can't wait to hear what Nick thinks about it uh, or something like that. And I was like, yeah, there's a pretty good chance, uh, like, based on the way that he texted me, that he liked it. And she was like, there's no fucking way. And I was like, I don't know. We'll have to see. And that was, like, while we were sitting in the driveway yeah. that we had that back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. And she's like, oh, I thought it was terrible. And yeah. I was like, Yeah. And we talked well, about it. came that hard out of the gate expecting you to agree. Yeah. Like I said, like, there are multiple times where, like, we've had that conversation about a movie before. Like, I've been like, oh, yeah, Nick's going to watch it, too, or whatever it is, yada, yada, yada. And she'll be like, oh, what do you think? And I'm like, chance mm, you going to like it. And she'll be like, wow, I just don't know Nick. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, you don't. You see him sometimes, you know? I, I really but, yeah. I really wanted to save it for the podcast, but no, I yeah. said it. We were sitting right there, and I was yeah. like, I think I loved it. And she was like, Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <She's probably spinning. laughs> I know. I was like, I think that's the only time I've ever been able to physically see someone in someone's face during a conversation that I just lost Shocked them. them. Just oh, lost yeah. them hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Okay. Well, we've had enough fun. Uh, would you like to now reveal? I want to see how close these 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 yeah. overall lists are. You can go first. My list goes Halloween, nineteen seventy eight. Okay. Number, Why? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> number two, Halloween three. Yeah. Season of the Witch. And uh, do you want to say anything real quick about it? Just real quick. Um, Halloween three. Yeah, just why does it deserve the second slot, I guess? I like it for the same reason I like Halloween Kills. Uh-huh. It's, it's just wild. Yeah. And it's wild, and I wouldn't call it a good movie, mm-hmm. but I am so entertained by it, mm-hmm. and it has me the entire time. Yeah. And I love it, and I have mm-hmm. a blast with it. Uh, Halloween one is number one because it's those things, but it's not bad. Nothing yeah. about it's wacky. I'm like, this is just good. Objective. And yeah. I'm having fun watching it. Yeah. Number three, Ron Zombie's Halloween two. Pour Don't, one out. Pour one out. Don't got much more to say about that. We <laughs> talked about it for so long. I could talk about it some more. Number four, Halloween kills. Okay. Number five, 2018. Nice. Number six is John Carpenter's Halloween. Number seven is Halloween H2O. And then number eight through 13, who cares? That's what I wrote down. Uh, Number one, Halloween. Why? Number two, 
Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, Halloween 3, Rob Zombie's H2. Come on. I love how similar our lists Come are on. so far. This is where it starts to differ, though. Had to give 4 to Halloween 2 just because, in my opinion, that's the most palatable. Okay. Uh, of anything else that kind of comes along other than like uh, as I said like Halloween 2018 was going to be my four slot mm-hmm. um, it's a fine movie it's really it's really as probably palatable as H2 um, Shallow Reason that one had more to do with Deborah Hill and John Carpenter okay. I feel like I gotta give them the nod um, they begrudgingly gave the studio a sequel and you know what it was honestly like I said, like there's a lot of strength that I like. I like that overall vibe of like this just happened, so everybody's guard is still down. Is one of the main strengths it has. Real, real big. You know, I'm I'm pulling a flag. There's a, you know, there's a yard penalty. There's a there's a F. You guys, I I am a nobody, and you guys are much closer to creative genius than I am at this point in my life but i do not like the idea that like oh it's his sister yeah he's coming to get his sister that was a bad decision uh number five hollow 18 okay um number six uh halloween kills uh number seven eight and nine it looks like are going to be halloween five because five has three scenes in my mind Okay. Begins with the river and the old man and the coma and the killing the guy and ends with Bill Hicks breaking uh, yes. Michael out of jail like a, with like a car a, chase yeah, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. This that, that, that's fantastic. It's not, but it's fantastic. I feel bad. I should have put more thought into it and actually ranked these ones. No, it's okay. Uh, and then it's four because that one is the first of that awful trilogy, and it's mm-hmm. like okay, that's palatable. And then nine is six. That's the one with Paul Rudd. That is so bad. Barely Paul a movie. Rudd one. Barely a movie. Again, it goes into the category. Few movies exist in in in, in this category. Um, one of them being um, Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah. I would put that in the incomprehensible category, yeah. where it's just like, what the f- fuck? Yeah. And uh, honestly, I probably should have put H two O just above that. So let's just say H2O is nine. Yeah. Actually, let's say H2O is eight. Then four, because that's a piece of shit. Six is a real piece of shit, but it's definitely better than. Is it? Fuck. I maybe I should have also because I. You know what? Let's 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 drop six down to eleven, and ten is gonna be resurrection just because of Buster Rhymes being like, man, I'm just giving America what they want. They don't yeah. want reality. Yeah. And then we're gonna end it with a. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Rob Zombie's an original, his first remake of Halloween. That was just, I'm putting that below everything else. That yeah. was really I was just gonna a say, terrible, that's a, terrible, I, terrible. I, I, again, I didn't rank them, and I, I, I should have. But what is, are all these memories? These are all memories. Yeah, we've made exactly. Together. Is Rob Zombie's Halloween worse than Paul Rudd's Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> I would say I'm more offended by <laughs> Rob Zombie's. And that's why it ends up being worse for me. Whereas Paul Rudd's is more like, uh, I don't even know that it finished when it's over. That's what's offensive to me. Yeah. <laughs> the offensive part to me is that they were the seventy-five. Audacity. They were seventy-five percent of the way through this movie, and then just went, "We'll figure it out. We'll do it on the night." Yeah. And then I we'll they fix it in post. <laughs> exactly. And then I had to sit there and watch it. Yeah. At uh, least I have something I would like to ask you. 
at least Rob Zombie's Halloween said I got a, a burrito oh, supreme talking back at me. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, would you like to revise anything about yours real quick with the the revelations that I've that you've had? It's gonna. You can take a moment too while I say this, yeah, uh, which you can respond to. Uh, if we can get our hands on it, which I think shouldn't be too hard, but maybe it might. Would you have any interest in watching the producer's cut of? Yeah. The six. Yeah. What about the TV cut of the original 1978? With extra scenes, yeah, I'd like to see that too. Yeah, I would say. I'm interested to see whether I feel like. The extra scenes help or hinder. The original? I hope, yes. Okay. I would hope that it did, did neither, that they just kind of come and go. But I, I just hope it doesn't hinder necessarily. I don't know. But I also have an interest in, like, I know that there's an alternate cut of the Twin Peaks first episode that's supposed to be more movie-esque, where it, it kind of has a contained story. I'd still like to see that. I know that's out there somewhere. I'd like to get my hands on that. So I'm going to put it in that category of just, what a curiosity. Both those are. Both the director's cut. Sorry, the producer's cut, which, on a side note, hilarious. Never seen a producer's cut anywhere else. Yeah. Don't think it exists. I think the original one is the producer's cut, if I'm being honest. Oh, like what we watched? Like the six? Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, tech, like it's not the producer's yeah. cut that you're talking about, mm-hmm. but I think the reason that movie sucks from yeah. what I read is because the producer's like, well, I'm going to finish this movie. Well, okay. Let's talk about your new rankings. Okay. 1978. Number two, Halloween three. Number three, Rob Zombies two. Number four, Kills five, 2018. Six, Halloween two. Seven, H2O. I think okay. that is the most palatable okay. of the post John Carpenter ones. Okay. It reminds me of like Scream three and stuff a lot. Just, it's it's watchable. Yeah. It's my big thing. Yeah, it definitely reminds me of like uh, a mid 90s. Yeah. Uh, horror sequel specifically. Uh, number eight is Halloween five because it feels like a made for TV movie, but I still nonetheless had fun watching it. Yeah. Five in my opinion is not, I don't know, pretty close to, if not matching the fun levels of watching a Friday the 13th sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Halloween four, cause I think it's boring. That's nine. Yes. Yeah, that's the biggest sin that that one commits is it's boring as shit. Until the end where it's like, oh, no, she killed the family. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to do in Halloween 5. And then Halloween 5's like, nothing. We're going to chase her with a car. You know where they ripped that from? Where? Friday the 13th, chapter 4, the final chapter. It's got one of the Corys in it. Yeah. Has a similar ending. Hain? Not gonna spoil it. We're just gonna have to watch. It. Okay. It's, the, it's 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 widely considered to be the best of the sequels. I mean, okay. the first one's the one that's like everybody's like, yeah, that's you don't need to see any of the others. But Halloween Four is not Halloween. Sorry, Friday the Thirteenth Four is the one that like everybody's like, this is the only one you show your friends unless you're watching it because it's so bad it's good. I'm gonna change. Crispin Glover's also in it. Go ahead. I'm gonna swap these two. I'm gonna lie. Okay. Halloween Four is number ten. Okay. Number nine is Buster Rhymes' Halloween. Resurrection. Um, dog shit bad movie, but... Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes saves it. Yeah. There's a lot of kung fu. Is your brain working up there or whatever he says? Oh, yeah. Your <laughs> shit working up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just... I can't get over Michael Myers. That happening of Michael Myers just being like, 
I don't know how to respond to this, and just walking away. <laughs> number 11, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Number 12, Paul Rudd's Halloween. Oh, you're putting Rob Zombie's over it. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so ours were pretty similar. There's a little swift swap in here and there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mine is revised. I feel good about mine. Me too. Yeah. I like how similar lists. the ones that I feel really strongly about, we have yeah. the same, and I, I like that. I like yeah. that we're uh, in sync on those things, and... I like even more that we disagree about literally the last two. Yeah. There's such a bottom of the barrel that it doesn't matter, but I yeah. like that we have strong opinions on them either way. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, that pretty much closes the chapter. Uh, I mean, this chapter of our lives, I think. I mean, other than like us checking out those curiosity ones, but I doubt we'll dedicate. A We're going to watch speaking. 1978. In a few weeks here. Oh, yeah, that's right. This does not close the chapter. It feels like the chapter's closed. Yeah. Mainly because we kind of, like... Just ranked all of them, yeah. <laughs> I think it was a given what was going to get the number one spot. Oh, yeah. No, that's I think the that was best my question. To, I feel like, if anything, it's been sort of this weird journey from, like, uh, the top of the barrel to the bottom of the barrel to, like, the immediately middle. back up to the lid. Like Yeah, we... <laughs> Yeah, we're at the top of the barrel. We just sank to the bottom, and then Rob Zombie hit us and shot us. He pushed us a little bit lower than the barrel, and we shot up like a, a balloon full of air up to the top again. But, uh, yeah, I, I would say closing a chapter kind of because I feel like the next episode that has anything to do with Halloween, obviously we've got, like, another week uh, before we have to do the, the big three. Yeah. Um, so we can do something else this week. But, uh, but, you know, the next time we do it, it's going to be sort of like the, mm, I would say, not necessarily the Mount Rushmore, but kind of like, you know how there was like 50 dudes who signed the fucking declaration yeah. and you only know two guys? Exactly. Yeah. We're going to do that kind of a thing where we watch Black Christmas and Texas Chainsaw and, and Halloween. And obviously, Texas Chainsaw is like John Hancock and Halloween's like Ben Franklin and who the fuck else signed that shit? I'd say, I'd say... Halloween's the John Hancock because he's so well known because his signature is so big because he's flashy. That's a very nice thing to say. I like that. Um, before we go, what would you rate Halloween Kills? Um, Halloween Kills is definitely, in my opinion, in the. I. It's a tough one because. I'm going to say it's not far below where I put 2018. Yeah. You know, I said 2018 was like, uh, you know, in the like C, C minus range. I'm going to put Halloween kills more in uh, the D range. I'd probably put a lot of Friday mm -hmm. the 13th movies in that category. Um, but a little more, I guess, happily and enthusiastically. Um, and yeah, like I say, I guess, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, the difference between our two experiences really sounds like you had fun with this and I just didn't. Yeah. Cause our complaints are the same and the things that I like pretty close to some of the things you like, there are some things you like that I don't necessarily care for. Um, but yeah, it just ends up, yeah, like I just, I didn't end up having any fun. And so perhaps in subsequent uh, viewings, I will have more fun with it. Mm -hmm. I don't think my you know, opinion is going to change drastically in terms of whether or not it's a good movie, which is 100% where I was kind of tackling it from. It was kind of what 2018's Halloween set me up to think this movie had the potential to be. 
Um, but now that my expectations have been shattered, yeah, perhaps, you know, on subsequent viewings, I can have much more fun with it. Uh, I'm not mad or anything like that. I don't hold anything against the people who have made this film. I'm not deeply offended or anything like that. It's just one of those things where, like I said, they did a decent job with 2018, and I expected them to do just something different with it. They subverted my expectations. In a sense, bravo. Subversion's cool. But, uh, yeah, that's that's how I kind of feel about it. But also, it would have subverted your expectations if it was just an hour and 45 minutes of a man pooping on a floor. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Uh, I mean, Andy Warhol once put out a movie that was just six hours of the Empire State Building. Right. So... I would give this movie a, have fun watching that. Objectively, I'd give this movie a C, C minus. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm gonna give it a B. Okay, that's respectable. I definitely understand how you had fun with it. Oh yeah, I can say that. Yeah, I, and I definitely understand how you did not. Yeah, but I just hope one day we can at least meet in the middle. <laughs> Maybe, hopefully, I hope that I eventually like it less and you like it a little more. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's another interesting thing, to, you know, is will it have staying power with you even? I don't necessarily mean even in a year, but, you know, what happens in a decade? Yeah. All we are is dust in the wind. And all that dust collects in your mattress. And Fuck. that's that mattress, man. I'm... Uh, don't tell anybody, but I'm pretty sure the the good old boys definitely happened in Halloween 4 and not Halloween 2. (laughs) If you need more soup, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or go to our website, eatingsoupalone.com. And until next time...